Doesn't matter. It's episode 101, buddy. Oh, are we just gonna go with it? I swore. Oh, it's fine. How, what kind of a swear? The F one. Oh, it's early <laughs> in the show. Oh, I'll bleep it. Okay, good. Sorry. Enjoyed no. the bleep, did you? There you it go. was like two seconds in, so that's easy for you. So 101. Are we like? Yeah, are we gonna introduce yeah. ourselves first, and then I'll ask this question? Sure. Or? I'm yeah. Steve from Survivor. Ben from MMGN. Shane from Survivor. Tato from MMGN. Mesh, number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> We have a fan. Let's let's uh, let's hit let's Number let's one explain this right now. Leo is late. He's managed from Leo. And uh, yeah, <laughs> no. in the province of Tano, oh captain by Tanya, the the great. Um, Leo is not here. He's late, and Match likes mm-hmm. beer. So. So it turns out if you're is. A, a listener, you can be called up from the bench. No, <laughs> Match has been on the show before. Yeah, he's Here's been on one or two episodes. Yeah. Here's my question, though. If you're the only person who listens to this podcast who's not on it, but then you're on the podcast, does no one listen that week? It's right. like the tree in the forest. <laughs> that is true. I'll still mm. listen this time. <laughs> I'll make him listen. Oh, we can't lose listener. <laughs> our, our valued audience. <laughs> Very important. So, episode 101, the first 100 yeah. we did uh, video games podcast. Uh, it's my understanding that we're moving on to a different medium now. The next 100 are going to be movies or. Entertainment. What, and how do you say that, Porno? Porno. There you go. No, we're Is not that porno. Oh. We didn't even do it right, dude, again. Porn? There, there you go. go. There you go. You forget the one joke we have that we haven't, like, beaten to death. Yeah, I don't get right. why it's a joke. <laughs> you guys, like, joke about it, like, no. I'm not around. What, say, what happens is, Tano, you don't realize you sound funny. Like, I'm sorry <laughs> to be that guy. No, I'm you not. I'm not That's why you're on the show, mate. You're entertaining. I'm the, uh... Yeah, I the comedian. I'm not the classic line. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's, like, a character in, like, a cartoon that's just kind of... Probably... Yeah. Probably what's, something what's, should the, what's the crab character in Futurama that's not really funny? Zoidberg. Oh, I thought he was talking about... Mind this Lindbergh? Now Zoidberg is the popular one. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's you. Oh, You're my favourite. Uh, Zoidberg's one. I've got, I've got you tattooed on my left butt cheek. Has, has Heather Locklear ever done a voice... For a cartoon, because Maybe, probably you would clearly be that one. Everyone's that Heather, if yourself or your manager she is listening. Actually, I, I, I believe she has been on the show. Yeah. You are the Heather Locklear of The Simpsons of this. this. Sure. Yeah. To be honest, I'm surprised we haven't been asked with The Simpsons. Like, uh, they are really desperate. Yeah, yeah I mean. They're almost there. Scrape in the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> that dude came back. So we negotiated. That dude. That didn't we, didn't we talk about Harry Shearer, obviously, we're talking about. We talked about when that. it came up in the news... Uh, I believe I referred to him properly when I called him that dude. Well, but, you know, yeah, true. But we fine. said at the time, like, isn't it like he just doesn't realize that he forgot to renew his contract and he hasn't actually quit or been fired or anything? He'll still be in the show once his manager explains it to him. And then, like, a few weeks later, he's like, Yeah, I'm still on the show. And everyone's like, Oh, he's back. Like, no, he never never left. He just forgot to sign his contract. So he's 100 years old. Yeah. slightly more complicated. It was just he wanted, nah, nah, nah. wanted to make sure he had time. And he's like, yeah, I didn't realize that we'd started recording the new season yet. Something like that. It's like, I thought I had some holidays. So, senility. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? So, this is the Simpsons podcast. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing next time. 99 more episodes on The Simpsons. And then, uh, we've got enough material, I think. We might do that, but I think, like, 
before we go. I think we've always there. been doing that anyway, really. True. I think I think we have like a very specific thing we need to do at this point in time True. because it was something that was quite big and, and, and has rocked the industry of the video game world, which I, I guess we're segueing away from. So before we do that, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm referring, of course, to the passing of Satoru Iwata. Satoru Iwata. It's hard to say. You said Iwata. It's, it's easy to type. It's hard to say out loud. Iwata. It's right It sounds about right. Mm. That is more respectful, isn't it? Yes. Iwata-san. Yeah. Is, it or, is it only if, like, I mean, if like, uninformed white people saying it kind of sounds disrespectful to me? Like, yeah, that's wait, people who know him refer to him as that, I assume. No, like, I we've all picked up on that. But I don't know. I thought it was if you if it's you like, res- if you had like a respect. That's it's like oh, maybe so. maybe it is. It's like calling yeah. sir. So okay. Yeah. Well, when I, well, I've only beaten met Nintendo executives once, and they got introduced to me as like whoever they were. Son, like it wasn't like yeah. he is a uh, he is a uh, eg old mate. Like no, it was like he was like <laughs> old mate. Son. It's just like I don't think we can compare any sort of anything. What we say when we meet someone we respect to what the Japanese say. Like Lost in translation. We can't yeah. comprehend the one thing. Yeah, fair enough. The one thing I know is if we went to his funeral, which like... It's like a two-day event or something, did, If we decided to bow, then we would have been disrespectful because we have no idea how to bow. Like, the angles or the deepness, the depth of bow. The pitch. But no, like, seriously, like, we don't understand that. So, like, you either do too much and look like a fool or you do not enough and look like... But they, that, they, they would understand. They just well, no, but you just don't do it. Just like don't be disrespectful. In case, just, just because yeah, this is an exactly audio medium, it, maybe the listeners aren't aware, but they, they, they must be painfully aware by this point. We're not Japanese. Is the point that we've been making for five minutes? Is we're not <laughs> I'm sure. sure. I mean, we're, we're drinking Japanese beer at the moment. We generally do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do like. Thanks, Japan. So let's get on point. Like this, a team. Yeah, we um, should. You mean like on the fleet or whatever that is that we've learned? It's fleek, and you know it is, and you said that so you didn't. Uh, yeah. No, because I kept thinking it was on dick, and then I realized that can't be right. That's when I got like on flick, and like just <laughs> Anyway, let's get on fetch. Uh, I should have brought this up in such a sentimental. You should have said on dick, really. Oh, but whatever. I invented Toaster's Girl. Um, that means it's It was a fetch joke. Anyway, properly, um, <laughs> not disrespectfully, which that kind of was, sorry. How do you want to go about this, guys? Like, well, I the Nintendo CEO and president has, has passed away and he's left behind a great legacy. And what do you want to talk about? I think the, the way the industry responded was surprisingly upbeat. Yeah. And normally, companies are kind of rivals online and just how they publicly approach each other. And it was the first time I've seen pretty much every other gaming company um, express their condolences mm-hmm. and kind of say how much they met to him, he'd met to them. And just that it was a nice guy. Just even if they weren't working with Nintendo now or even hadn't done, they'd met him, that it was just a very a nice guy to work with and he'd be missed. Like you would if, if someone from say Xbox or PlayStation passed away, you'd get the standard, oh, you know, my condolences or I knew him, but it just kind of carried on. Yeah. You know, yeah. like everyone kind of went out of their way to say that, no, he was genuinely awesome, you know? Like there was mm. a general consensus that he was awesome at what he did. Well, one person wasn't very nice in what he tweeted, but only Patrick really yeah. cares about him. Um, but yeah, it was pretty just like I mean, if someone from PlayStation or Xbox, it wouldn't the response wouldn't be anywhere near. Like, yeah, well, like F- Phil Spencer wears t-shirts and not a suit and doesn't like connect. 
Which Phil Spencer? Your mate Phil Spencer? My mate Phil, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Richie's sake. Um, yeah. But like, <laughs> and I don't know if a lot of people would have much more to say than that. Like, oh, what a good guy. That's sad. But everybody kind of had, there was grief. There was yeah. out, actual outpouring. It's also like all the stuff that's happened in, in just in the community as well, like not in the industry. Like, you can't go anywhere on the internet without seeing pictures of various Nintendo characters crying or something like people have like artists have drawn all this stuff and like everyone's it's it's a big deal and everyone knows about it I think we've talked about it like quite a lot before it's you know Iwata put himself in a position in Nintendo where everybody knew who he was like he he was the best he, he, yeah, he, which yeah, is exactly. pretty rare and even like like the that brain training game like he yeah. basically was that, that character and he started doing the directs and like if you if if you're a Nintendo fan and you follow Nintendo, you know you know who Iwata is. Like you know who, I mean they've they've got like big people like that, like uh, Reggie and yeah. um, uh, Miyamoto and like all that sort of stuff. But like you look at like you were saying, like to, to compare back to Microsoft or PlayStation, like if um, does every Xbox fan know who Phil Spencer is? Like probably not. Like not to the same extent that not they do with the Nintendo. Extent. He put himself in that in that spot where like most Nintendo fans. That is that are around at the moment, where the hardcore fans or they're like the target audience, the younger kind of kids that are into whatever they're they're pitching at the time. Like all the hardcore fans know who Water is and have done for a long, long time. No, even like ev- everyone knows. Who yeah, it is. everyone knows. Yeah. It. And it's like you got to think that this is just like a, a corporate guy that wears a suit, and the fact that he was like front and center. Yeah, and everyone knows. Like, what company in the world does that? But He's you, like you that. You can tell he was a lot more passionate and clearly yeah. a gamer at heart, mm. and more so than others. Like, no disrespect to anyone else, but Phil Spencer, even with his wearing a t-shirt, he wears one, jeans one, as well. Nobody's just, mentioned the jeans. He's How casual is that? And a blazer. He's oh, a business, you look at him as a businessman. As a businessman. Whereas, yeah, a lot of you kind of genuine. And I think the fact that English was his second language actually helped a lot because he still came across as. He was just having fun with it. Like he knew how to speak. I mean, like, yeah, he was never businessy when he was talking. I will not say welcome to Nintendo Direct is my. And I think he was. Well, then Reggie was more business than what he is. So, do you think? Do you think that was from like was it Japan or is that America doing like the Reggie versus Awada smash with us in last year? Or I think that's Nintendo. Like yeah. No, I think they get. I think they get it. Like that's what kind of separates them from other companies. Yeah, even Japan, Nintendo maybe. America are like because it, that America wouldn't do it without the approval of Nintendo Japan. Yeah. Well, it sounds like no one can do anything without the approval. Yeah, of exactly. Well, exactly. So well, I no one watched some of his GDC speeches. Um, first, that one where the 2005 one where he opened with his business card and said, "On oh, my card, it says I'm the president." Yeah, yeah. my heart, I'm a developer. Oh, my mind, I'm a developer, but in my that's a great quote. That quote's and been going around, that and that every time I see it, it's so true. And that's it. So if you have time, it took about an hour, so I just listened to it. I wasn't watching it. Um, but he actually talks about like his times at Hal uh, Laboratories when he was just just yeah. him for yeah. a while on like Balloon Fighter, which is really him. Yeah. And then on Kirby, and then how he ended up being a corporate guy. That he took over as president when they had no money; they were like bankrupt, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, we'll just give this guy a shot." And eventually, that led to Smash Bros. and basically saved them and he got a job at Nintendo and two years later after being appointed by Nintendo he became president and Nintendo's last president was president for 50 years Yeah, and no one outside that family had been president of Nintendo and he'd only been there for two years when they said this is the guy 
Like that like taken some serious. Like if, if you really think about it, like in Japan as well. Like yeah, that, that speaks volumes of like what sort of person he is. I think yeah. the best story was even once it was at Nintendo, um, the guys at Hell were struggling with Millie and they weren't going to have it ready. So he went over there just on his own time and he spent three weeks working like 18 hour days yeah. and to get it done. And he went in programs and he said, he told a story about, I forget what the mountain is by wherever he lives, whichever city it is, I forget now. Probably like one of the main mountains in Japan. It was Fuji. No, was it, was, no it wasn't, but <laughs> go on. And he said, he told a story about, about how people often see it in um, the morning light and when the sun's bouncing off it, people are inspired to do great. And he said, I hope I never see it again because the office could see it and we were leaving in the morning light, but we did it every night so we could get Smash Bros done because I knew <laughs> people wanted to play it. Yeah. And now I hope I die never seeing that again. And I hope you did. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just like, when you hear that he did that, and when he was working at Nintendo, he worked out how to get the code from the Game Boy Pokemon games into the 64 version. For Coliseum or... For whatever. Pokemon Stadium. Stadium, yeah. He couldn't yeah. work out how to get it yeah. working, and he just like... Cause it was I loved so it. Much he made so many stories about like, because yeah. he used to be like a, a programmer. programmer, he'd be like, roll up his sleeves and be like, all right, boys, this is how we get it done. And you know... And he was the reason that Earthbound got released because it wasn't working out. And he looked at it and said, we can continue this code, which is broken, or we can start, I'll start again. And he worked on it for a month. Mm. He said, right, I've given you a foundation. You can finish it in six months now. And it's like, that wasn't his job. He was president of the company. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's why people respected him within the industry. And then he probably used that to be a public face. And... Because he was clearly passionate about it. You don't go work on a game when it's not your job at a different company to all hours of the morning if that's not what you want to be doing. So that's why people like him, I think. Well, that's why they're the greatest games company in the world, really. The oldest? No, they, no really. I'm not, I'm, no, really. I'm not, because, not, because, no, no, because besides, <laughs> you gave me the look of, do you really think that? No, that, I just like, think that's clearly, it's, I mean, it's as a the top of the As a game maker, they're at the top because you know they're they know still, how to they're make still money, here for a good reason and you know so, and they make you know they just yeah despite how much we bash them and we do yeah. um i think the reason we bash them is because we've grown up with nintendo and like we, we hold it so, so much yeah. and dear yeah. to our hearts and like and, and you still go and it's warm and fuzzy and it's i don't ever get the same experience from like an xbox or a playstation game than i do with a nintendo game and like sometimes they're hit and miss. That's exactly the what hit, they would want to hear, by the way. Like the that's what they strive for. Like, oh. like yeah. man, I got the the yard. I don't Yoshi's really world was okay, yeah. but I got like the yard Yoshi. And I'm like, yeah. why is here? <laughs> you went <laughs> full gold. How precious was it, Steve? Not there's not an, a, another thing. There's nothing else in games that would make me do that. And mm. except maybe Yoni. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What's that's, the difference? Yeah, we have criticized Nintendo quite a bit on this program, but if we're going to do that, we should look at his success as well because he came in at the start of the GameCube, which I think we maybe not Steve, the rest of us agree is probably our favorite console in terms of uh, quality of game. What about Tano? Hey, yeah, Wait, what about Mitch? No, no, where did Tano come from? My entire collection on that. Okay, like it's one, it was one of the best consoles. Yeah, it was a huge flop. Like, it, was, it actually wasn't a flop. This is a great way to look at, look at his career. He came in 
speaking of with that, I think the direction you had for games was great. We loved it. Business-wise, wasn't as good as Nintendo would have hoped. So they did the Wii, which sold, went from 20 million sales to 100 million. And then DS, which went to like 100 million as well. I think 150 million. So those two combined, we sold 250 million units in his like five-year period there. He still so did like, okay with the GameCube, though. Yeah, they, they, they came out of that generation as the only... But I think the, the fact off. that we can look back over a president's period and he had what we think is our favourite console for games, and then also to the most successful console during that generation and the most successful handheld ever. No. I mean, okay, the this Wii, is the also Wii is like a bit off, but like, <clears throat> he had a great stretch. You're going to look at the time as well for the GameCube because, like, you know, Xbox and Microsoft were, were starting to become huge, but like, you know... Just before that, Sega kind of went under, and like it, it's all like well, it's all kind of it's relative. Like, like it's not the yeah. same, no same one, exact time. No like, one really could have competed with. The yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Two was in there so early. Yeah, and like it had DVD, and then GameCube kind of came along and said, "We're just this exclusive game platform," and that's what everyone had been seeing for the past ten years. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation's like, "We're a games console, but we're also a DVD player." And we're also radical. Yeah. Well, and so he was he was after. Nintendo passed on Sony's collaboration or whatever. Oh, the, well, that's that's super yeah, interesting. That, was, yeah. that just came out recently. Like that was yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, after that, but then the thing about that, he well, he was a big charge in leading the way, saying we need to do more than just improve graphics. Mm. And the fact that he brought the DS in, I think it's easy to forget about that. But I think that DS is probably his biggest thing because. Oh, yeah. mm. Who would have thought Game Boy in total in like twenty years sold like a hundred million crazy well. And then the DS sold like 150 million in like five years. It just went crazy. And then even you look at like how the like the turbulent launch of the 3DS, like that was that was not going well initially. Yeah, right? yeah, and then they, they really turned it around and it's been like it's been their saving grace for the last couple of years. Like it's just a it's a it's a console and yeah. and game selling machine. We also can't undervalue like what the Wii did for games in terms of getting non-gamers. Like, they use that term non-gamers oh, a lot. Yeah. And my mum previously, game. like, when I played a SNES and an, X, and an Xbox and a PS2, and my mum would say to me, you know, all you do is play games and all you do is sit in your... Like, she would actually say... We've all heard that. But when the Wii came Yeah, your mum calls me every week and she's like, all Tano does is play games. I'm like, it's his job, Tano's mum. Like, God's Mrs. sake. Tano. But anyway... Mrs. Tano. We all went through that when we were in high school when we were young adults. You mm. know, all you do is play games. When the Wii came out, mm. she's like, oh, I, I want a Wii. And I'm to hear my mum say... Well, yeah. I used to go home. I, I go to my parents' house for dinner. And we After dinner, we would play virtual tennis. Yeah. And I've never done, like, my parents are uh, in their 50s, you know, they're very conservative. To imagine that would ever happen, I just, I couldn't believe that. I thought to myself, well, this is what they've done, this is what Nintendo's done. You know and what? even though yeah. it's kind of gone away That's since actually, then. No, it hasn't gone away at all. Like, we may have done, but if, what it did was it brought games as a mainstream entertainment form yeah, yeah. to the public yeah, way earlier than would have happened. Because before that, PS2, GameCube, as you said, people were like, all you do is play games. They, yeah, they, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. And if you met someone somewhere else and like, oh, you know, I've been playing this great game, people would be like, what? You play games? Like, yeah. this just took it to the next level of it's, that's what people do. It's TV, movies, games, it's fine. And a lot of people attribute that to like mobile games, but we 
They always said Senate it. For, where yeah. was the first one? I think yeah. that we was like the DS, you wouldn't have mobile games Absolutely. where they yeah. are because I, society wouldn't have accepted it Absolutely. easily. So that's what to a lesser to extent, anyways. So yeah. Do you I, think, I think so. Sorry. Do you think anything's going to change at Nintendo now? Surely. Depends who they are. A lot's going to change. But you don't know what they're going to do. Who do you think's going to step up? So, well, there's two people in charge now Miyamoto and the guy whose name I've forgotten. Yeah, but he's their most senior guy. Way to go, Ben. Right? <laughs> um, what a fact-based show! <laughs> oh. I, know, I know a lot of stuff about him, but yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. He, um, he made their first arcade game, and he was with Iwata instrumental in Wii. He's the one who's like, no, no, I'm not just doing graphics, I want something different. Yeah. Um, and he works in their um, tech division, so people are predicting that he he probably will take over, but Miyamoto won't want that job. Nintendo will want to hire inside, and if he does... Um, he's actually a pretty good guy because he's been on tech since at least GameCube, I think. Mm. So um, if he's going to be the one who's kind of bringing them into a new handheld, new console over the next two or three years, you've got the experience. Well, clearly the foundations are laid as well. Like that. That's true. And he's, well, I mean, this would be the guy who had been working there with. Yeah. What, what better person? Other side is they have a bunch of people who have been there for like 20 years, very similar career to what mm. I would have had when he got promoted. So potentially it would be someone we've never heard of, but who had been with Nintendo for ages. And probably, if it's someone who's been a programmer and then became a corporate guy, not, could be worse. There's I mean, pre- yeah, precedent for it, so. Yeah, I think the idea of having someone who also has worked on hardware is probably smart, considering where they are right now. Yeah. Like, especially true. if it's, this guy's pretty old. I think he's in his late 60s, but if he did it for five years, he could kind of bring him through the transition period. So maybe that would make sense. It also depends whether they're going to keep... <laughs> The president as the face, like of yeah, yeah, because that wasn't they may not. Yeah. Go so who would they? I mean, if you go to Reggie as the face, he wouldn't become. They're not going to go outside of Japan oh, as yeah. president, oh, no. but he could be the public face at least yeah. in the Western markets. Because um, it seems like Miyamoto, Miyamoto <laughs> will do that sort of stuff here and there, but he doesn't. He's not like happy to do it, or not. I not that he's not happy I mean, to do it, but he's more focused on doing other things. Yeah, he's, he's he's like, when it's his game, and it's like, here's yeah. what I've been doing, but yeah. when it's like something that, like, I want to was doing it for the whole of Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Miyamoto doesn't seem to want to do it when he hasn't been involved, fair enough. He seems like the kind of guy who's like, well, I mean, you know, I'm happy to film this weird thing or whatever, and let's be a, a Muppet for a day, but like, I kind of need to get back to work and make stuff looks really cool or whatever. Like, that's what I like about Miyamoto. He's like, yeah, yeah that's what I see. Yeah, I mean, yes, to a point. Transition for him. Like, kind of like, not like a lot of just stop, but like maybe this is his next know. tier. He's I think, I think Miyamoto is a, is, is a, he's the guy he is because he's creatively, like, he, no, sorry, he's very, very creative and that's, that's, What's made in the, the person like that's what's made Nintendo what it is like the, the brand and the franchise. He of, has said a lot yeah. that he is making sure that younger developers are taking over. So like Platoon, for example, he kind of said go do it, but yeah. didn't have any involvement, and that's what he wants to happen. Like he focuses on Star Fox, but he really doesn't want to be the main guy anymore. Well, is he, is he? He's not that business minded, from no, what I can tell. No, and no, yeah, I definitely don't think. How, he how old is he? Sixty-one. The person you were talking about... He looks great, doesn't he? <laughs> Good for you, mate. He, he went through the tech um, side of things, but he's the senior What's managing director. Genyo Takeda. Takeda. But, like, senior managing director he's means that, like, he's got a business... He has a business. It's a foothold. So, yeah. well, and, and you kind of need that. I yeah, definitely. Like, they won't be in there unless, unless you're a place like, holder, Right now, it's he and Miyamoto are already kind of just looking over things, so mm-hmm. they're not going to be any rush to be like, well, these guys don't know what they're doing. Let's get well, they shouldn't. TGS will be interesting. I would think. Nintendo doesn't do that much at TGS anyway. 
No, no, you're right. No. So, okay, yeah, right. quickly, if they don't want to go outside of Japan, Nintendo Europe... I don't think they'll want to go outside of well, Nintendo. Well, the, the president Shibita? of Nintendo of Europe is... Uh, Shibita? 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 S-H-I-B-A-T-A. That's spelled where we vote. Yeah. Like, he's Japanese and he's already dead. Maybe they go in. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. They, they do have a lot of people who they can pick from. He's great. He's great where he is, though. I like that guy. Like, we get him a lot in our, like, European <laughs> directs because yeah. we don't have the Australian things. Like, that guy's great. Keep him there. I want, I want to keep seeing him those directs that we get. Um, well, we've, I th- we should probably move on because we've talked yeah. about it for a while. But I do want to say just before we do that uh, two years ago at E3, I got an Iwata Street Pass because he walked past me. Did you really? Yeah. Were you in the... No, are you thinking of oh, Miyamoto? Right no, there? I love Oh, yeah. Okay, me and Ben are in the cool club. <laughs> are you there, Steve? Should we talk about our favourite... He's in my VIP thing. Do you want to do that? You can do it. We can do it. Like, I don't yeah. know if you've spoken enough about it. Just, well, as long as we can keep it a little upbeat. But do we all have, it's like, a, a specific kind of favourite uh, moment? Like, uh, his... I just like when he opened up every Nintendo Direct. I'm yeah. not going to do the accent. Had an Nintendo Direct. It just made me giggle. It was that kind of, like, warm... Yeah. Like, ooh, feeling that That's I probably my favorite. I, really I don't know if I have a specific moment. Like, there's plenty of games that he worked on that I really liked. I, I saw him at E3 yeah, this 2011. Is very jealous that you and didn't I, see him like, an actual I, I didn't really kind of, like, appreciate that until he's this, passing. This is know? the Wii U announcement, this was right? Wii U, yeah. No, it wasn't the announcement. Oh, okay. The year after. No, it was the announcement. So 2011, yes, it was the announcement. Yeah. But they've been talking about Project Cafe. Yeah, yeah we saw them in 2012. They've been, been talking about Project Cafe and then yeah. they announced where you... Um, but I think it was 2005 when they were talking about um, Revolution. And then he kind of came out and said, you know, oh, you guys... I think that announced Game Boy Micro, I think it was, before mm. that. Yeah. And said that. Yeah. And then he came out and he said, we've introduced all these new things. And he's like, I hear that you guys want a revolution. Yeah. And then he picked it up and he's yeah, like, yeah, we've got one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember watching that at night and that was pretty awesome. But yeah, that's my, probably my favourite moment. Yeah. Well, my street pass moment is probably my moment. Because that's the only time that I ever saw him. He walked past and I looked at, <laughs> over at our, like, our Nintendo PR dude and I was like... <gasps> Is that? And he nodded at me. I'm like, oh my god! It's the president of Nintendo. When I turned into the 14 year old girl I've always been part at the time, and then I, yeah, I checked. I the first thing I did was like, slammed my hand into my pocket to grab my 3ds and looked at it and watched what you were grabbing. What's in? In one pocket, and then the 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 little green light went off, and I was like, yes! And opened it up. Oh, buddy, that that was my first E3. Yeah. There was at no point did I already have ten street passes. I was on that baby all day long. He's like our video game. Dad. I don't think I did. I didn't take it this year. Actually, I didn't take it. I this smashed year. mine. He's like yeah. our video game dad. I think a lot. Yeah, it's like as strange that is because like he didn't know who we were at all, but like yeah. we know who he was. Was was. That's the benefit That's of being it. a That's famous man. Until you said that last week. Yeah, no, I got the US I'm just damn it. Do you want to? No, like, you know, like, maybe that was too much to say. And I'm just like, what the hell are you talking it's about? It's fine. Give us a clumsy segue into some kind of segment, Steve. Uh, so and Yoshi, Yoshi and me being gone. That's a game that someone's played. Who played it? Yeah, I played uh, Yoshi's Woolly uh, Adventure. Yoshi's Yan Dozer, I believe it is pronounced. Yoshi's Yan Dozer. Yes. Mm. Pretty much good. chop bed? <laughs> um, 
I did actually play on TV, which is a rare experience for you because it actually looked really yeah. good, which is a surprise. Um, it, I like the yeah. fact that they've gone with, all right, Yoshi's Island is like 20 years old or something now. It's been around for ages and we've just yeah. done the same thing every time. And so they've got a bit baby Mario and they've stolen Kirby's yarn thing. Yeah. And it actually works really well. Having the let's make eggs out of yarn and eggs out of yarn and you can kind of suck up bits of the environment and spit it out again actually works way better for Yoshi, I think, than it did for Kirby. Yeah. Um, a bit way too extremely easy. <laughs> a bit way too extremely <laughs> easy. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's, what's your final statement on that? <laughs> you got to learn something. Well, if box. that was easy enough, you can get it. You can get yeah, mellow mode even easier. It is hard if you want to go like let's get all the smiley flowers and all the stamps and everything. That's what's that's what's great about that's the Yoshi games. Hard. Yeah, but if you just smash through the end of the level, too quick. Um, so I guess that if you want the challenge, it's there. Yeah, good. Most of the soul is in the yarn and not in the game itself. Like it just kind of felt, I don't know, like a little bit empty. No, I think it was the most unique Yoshi. Since Josh and Alan, because they've gone with sticking with the same formula, but we've gone with the yarn thing, and they really embrace it. Like the fact that they have you suck up a bit of fire yarn to spit it back out, like, and it builds a new thing. Like, I think they've stuck with it quite well. It does have a use by date, and there's like six worlds, I think. And by about six, by about four, you kind of realize I've done this about four times. You just had the well, same style. It's the standard. Well, there might be a seventh, like, secret standard. Yeah. I think it's really six. Didn't have all the smiley flowers, did you? Um, the Amiibo is really cool. I know Leo loves it. It is, it is a plush Yoshi. Well, I wouldn't have bought it because it doesn't suit my other Amiibos. Like, I've got a thing but when was the last time you bought a game, Ben, to be fair? Um, I bought Batman Arkham Knight, which we'll get to later. <laughs> <laughs> right, then. Um, but yeah, you know what? I think... I had to play something on Wii U for a while, and it's a classic Wii U game that you don't get anywhere else. Like, mm. it is Nintendo know how to nail their platformers, and it's it's still great. Um, and when I did eventually get over the fact that I was playing a Nintendo game in HD and moved back down to GamePad and mm. had my Simpsons reruns on or whatever I do, like <laughs> that, is, that is still the best way to play this game. Or whatever I do, they, exactly they what he was doing. Don't need a hundred percent of your attention. Like seventy yeah. percent is about right. Like two screens is perfect for Nintendo. Wow, it's so true. <laughs> but like, I did, I just want to say as well from from what little I've played of Yoshi's Yarn Dozer, which is the official name trademarked. Um, Yoshi's. I, I love like that. Like every, you know, the further you go in each level, and I assume it. Like you know, when you get to different worlds, there's different little yarn things here and there. But like trying to find, like you find little bits of like how they've incorporated the the yarn thing into the game. The further you go in, you always find something like, "Oh yeah, that's a really cool way to have done that. That's really kind of clever." Like, does that is that go through the whole game or? Yeah, you get sick of that. You do get to a point where, as I said, you kind of repeat. Like they just do start to repeat their level design, their ideas. Yeah, of course, uh, which is standard. But I think the first four or six worlds is great. They have new stuff introduced Mm -hmm. and up to about there, and then um, yes. Kind of just lose a little bit of interest, but if you play in like hour bursts, it's great. It's a solid eight out of ten, I think. Yeah. Did you play more than six hours? I played the whole thing because it's only six months. Did you finish it in <laughs> six um, hours? No, it's probably about ten hours. Whoa! Way over quota. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't hate it. Good job. Yep. So how about tempo? 
Tembo. All right. Has anyone else played Tembo? No, I thought you were joking when you said you played this. Books. Really? Yeah, it looks right. Is there any book that's No, wait, 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 wait. Explain that, Ben. Well, it just sounds like a fake game. It's called Tembo the Badass Elephant. We spoke about this. We spoke, we about, spoke this. about this. Yeah, mate. Because a, a game named Tembo the Badass Elephant. Oh, we have spoken about it. We were like, looks... that's the stupidest shit. <laughs> it's awesome, though, right? Tell me it's awesome. It's. Look. I kind of got to go the other way. Why did the book... No, it looks like... I thought you said books. Do you want the honest opinion? Because I was there after he played Okay, yes, I want the honest opinion. Give my initial impression. He walked out into the lounge room and goes, So, been playing that elephant badass game. Played the first two levels. It's shit. Alright, so when I'm at home with... By the way, in case anyone oh, doesn't know, Manchester, yeah. <laughs> expect my review on Monday. Yeah, um, when I'm at home with Manchu, in case you're unaware, and if you are Manchu and you're our only listener, then you would know already, but we refer to my housemate as Manch. Uh, when I'm at home, I'm not sugarcoating anything. I can, I can say swears. I can do whatever I like. I'm not on the podcast. But, um, yeah, that was, that was harsh. Basically, I played the first two or three levels, and after sort of the, the, the first five ten minutes, I'm like, "Hang on, this is really cool." I, I was, I was, I mean, the stupid name had me curious, to be quite fair. And then it was Sega and Game Freak, big Pokemon fan. I was basically raised in the jungle by wild hedgehogs, like on Sega franchise, whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm checking this out. And it's like, it, it, like it starts, it starts off like it feels like it's uh, like a, like I thought the elephant's name was Tempo because I thought it was like a rhythm Tempo. platformer, which that is initially, sense. that's what it feels like. That. No, of course not. But like initially it feels like it's going to be a rhythm platformer, like, like, like an endless runner kind of thing, which is... I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. This feels great, but it needs to be more of that. Is it's on like everything. All of, the yeah. Yeah. All of the things. Yeah, I think it was initially released on PS4, but I think by now it's it's oh, out on Xbox on One. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's on Xbox now. I, th- oh, I assume so. I, I think like the, the, the day that it came out, I downloaded it, but I think it was it was only out on PlayStation that day or something. But it, I couldn't find it in the store. On the PlayStation, even if I searched for the name, I had to go to the, the actual PlayStation, the PSN network online, and then download it. Anyway, um, the 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 first thing I was like, well, the stupid name is bullshit, and this game was never going to convince me otherwise. Thirty seconds in, I'd already changed my mind about that. There's no way that this could be called anything other than Tembo the Badass Elephant. So I'm fine with the name now. It's like <laughs> there's like a ridiculous kind of opening scene where like some uh, army veteran general is like in some crazy like up to his neck bad stuff war and he thinks back to his days in Nam in like this is all like in like little comic strips with no uh, no writing no voiceover nothing just like they're just like um, slightly emoting a little bit because they, they barely even move but you get the whole story out of it. It's, it's actually really fun. It's put together really well. This is like thinking back to his days in, I assume, Vietnam when he's riding on some elephant or whatever in there, kicking some serious ass, for lack of a better word. Some cummy ass. And he's... Some well, what? Some cummy ass. Cummy. Cummy. 
Communist. No, so it's communist. Right? I don't think that was explicit. Mind. The way you said that sounded more like. Don't just leave it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. But anyway, I, I, anyway, he thinks back to this day, and he's like, "Oh man, you know that elephant was really good. He got me out of a tight spot. I'll give this elephant a call." <laughs> With the commie ass, and uh, so anyway, he just grabs a phone out of nowhere as you do, and calls an elephant who picks it up with his trunk and answers because he's an it elephant. It was totally tambo, right? It was no, totally no. tambo, and he's like, "Yeah, What's dude." He doing with his trunk? I mean, yeah. well, he's yeah, he's grabbing a phone and he's answering a call to uh, a sentient being who can speak English and answers oh, that. He's like, "Yeah, all right, I'll be there in a minute." And then it just like falls out of a Dumbo drop style thing and like it's a tutorial mission. And I'm like, okay, cool. The thing is like it, it initially it seemed great and I was like, I'm going to love this game. But it's, it gets to a point where you have to, you can't just like run constantly. You have to stop and there's platforming little bits. So it's like the, the times when you play Sonic and you're like, hang on, I've got to jump from this bit and I've got to be careful or I'm not going to do the thing or I'm going to die. And that kind of kills it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it's not... I'm not running around in a full 360 loop being a cool blue hedgehog or whatever. I've got to stop and think about this. And that, because it feels like it's it feels like an endless runner slash platformer when you do have to stop. And it, it happens like first level is pretty much the whole thing. You're just running through, smashing stuff, loving it, learning how to do whatever. Then you get to the second one and the tempo stops a little bit and you have to be really careful or like I died in the second level I'm like I've never died in the second level of a platform game like do I suck I'm like no wait I'm just trying to yeah, run man, through I was going to say maybe you're just not very no it just you gotta, you gotta stop and slow down, mate. Disclaimer being that uh, when Shane decides that a game is shit, it's usually because he sucks. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's yeah, generally, <laughs> but like I, I take back that I said it was shit. It's it's cool, and like I, I'm still I've only played a couple like the first three or four levels or whatever. But cool it needs to be it needs to be more of that endless runner like free running platformer kind of thing. It's it feels like it starts with that identity, and then all of a sudden it's just like stop and be careful because you're fighting a tank. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you sound tepid. Anyway, it sounds okay. So speaking, speaking of shitty tanks, <laughs> you sound tepid about Girl. Tempo's tempo. No. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, no, no. we missed Ben's like great segue. Thank you, Steve. I thought we were not doing it anymore. But okay, then. Oh, well, you've been doing I it, I already mate. did. Speaking of shitty tanks, Batman Arkham Knight. Yep. I see what okay, you did there. So Can we keep this no, relatively like, spoiler-free, really, by the way? It's, yeah, this is not a spoiler cast. Good. No, it's not. It's... It's a good game. Put it in the box! No, 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 it's a good game, but it's not It's, it's not a great. good game with this hand gesture. The two but hands up to the shoulder. The two go go to the game. Except my shoulders are stuck in my ears currently. It tries to do too much. Should I say shit? The Batmobile is shit. Me saying this. No, but everyone agrees with this. The Batmobile is shit. It is so forced. It is so try-hard. If every if you took out the Batmobile and some of the story stuff that we won't talk about, it would be like the best Batman game ever. But they like they, they try. They have these lofty rocks and they have these lofty goals. Yeah. And you try to hit them and they just completely miss. And it's like ooh. if they if they had introduced them as simply just a tool that you could use when you wanted to use it as a tank or just on the side yeah. it would be fine if you're flying around work properly the controls are too no I, I thought it's not even that it's like it's this try hard like Batman doesn't kill anybody but here's like 60 unmanned tanks go and blow them up uh, okay. but I, I had, a, I, had a, I had a concern I think everyone had a, had a concern that this is what would happen when they introduced this yeah 
And when I, I spoke to Dax Gin, which is a great name, but <laughs> what? Dax Gin. It's a fake name, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a real name. His name's Dax Gin from, uh, from Warner Brothers, um, from no. uh, Rockstead. <laughs> so uh, I asked him, I said, how do you not open. make this a driving game? And how do you not kind well, of force this into play? Like, and he game. said, oh, we're, we're really worried about that because... You know, we didn't want to like He's force. Got his PR voice on. We didn't right? really want to. Well, that's the response. I mean, you not. putting on your, his wanna, PR voice. We right don't want to focus on you know the driving and stuff. And if we were going to do that, then we knew that we'd fail. Mm. And this is before the game came out. And I thought, okay, well, let's before take this value. guy at face. Let's take this guy at face value and mm. see it. But it, that's exactly what it turned out to be. Yeah. Like they forced it on you. There are some really good bits with the Batmobile. Like you can be like fighting people, yeah. and you hit. No, like, <laughs> they're, they're, no, no, I, I, I agree. Right? Fighting some, people, sometimes it's you like grapple to like a ledge. You do like a cool cape, like because you don't need a Batmobile right no, now. Like, Why but, that's then, cool. but then you hit like left bumper, and yeah. the Batmobile like comes to you, and you like rock it into it, and you drive around for a second, and then you eject yourself out because you don't need anymore. That's what cape yourself onto a car. You take down the car and then you fight some people. And then oh, you I, agree. I agree. I agree. That's like, great when you're not always in the Batman. Yeah, it's yeah. the bits where they like you have to be that's in the Batman yeah. and you have to do this. That's my point. It's good that. as it's good as a side kind of tool that you support. Yeah, it is like like a grapple gun you know, yeah. or like your freeze grenade. Like, detective like, mind. Just the first like three or four hours is like eighty percent Batmobile. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get any better. I question. I've got a question. Who? Who played this at E3 last year? Who played the demo? Was yeah, it Tano? I, I thought yeah. so. I thought so. What did you think of it last year? Because that was that was my like number one takeaway from last year. I E3. thought that I thought the con- the controls were a bit of a mess. I think okay. it was like overly complicated. Yeah. No, I no, I didn't. I didn't think that at all. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was overly complicated for what for just being a vehicle. Like oh, I don't mean I don't mean I don't just mean the the, the Batmobile. I just meant like the game in, in, it, it in the demo. To, it seemed to me like it was just going to be used for sort of that. Just every now and then, kind of thing. Because yeah, the demo that we played, like, we yeah, raved no, about it, and it was that you, you got to use the Batman in the last kind of like 15, 20% of it, and I was like, wow, the, Batman, the Batmobile yeah. is an awesome tool that's at your disposal. Yeah, and of course it should be like, yeah. you've got this crazy stuff. You're Batman, you've got the power of money, like, you've got, you can do whatever the hell you want. And I honestly thought, like, like in, in my preview, I was like, I praised the Batmobile, I'm like, this is, this is going to be great. This is going to be so cool. And then after hearing everyone being like, oh my God, the Batmobile. I'm yeah. like, what? Well, how, how did they ruin that? That was a, almost like, yeah. it was a full year before how I did they ruin the Batmobile, that? Like, like a month before it came out. Because yeah. I played it. And then I interviewed someone. He's like, no, we don't force it on you or anything. And I'm like, well, So he lied okay. to you. Well, oh pretty, he pretty much did though. Rock said he lied so many times that we can't talk about half a lie, but like just so he many. He pretty lies. much did because he explicitly said no. If if we felt as though we were forced, if we felt as though this was going to be a driving game where you felt forced to get into the vehicle, then we felt we would have failed. I mean, and even like, in well, the demo that we played, saying, you had to drive like you had you, you were forced at one point to drive in the demo a year ago because you had to drive and do a jump to get to another point. Okay. And like you're forced to drive a lot more than that. Is it is it the driving that kills it with the Batmobile, or is it the? It's, it's not it's using both. it as a. It's both. I think using it to drive only because yesterday I did one of the. There is not in the main mission. Still playing. One of the side missions. Jesus. Is um you have to do a bunch of races basically, 
and he had to run. Yeah. The look and on Ben's face them, when he said the word uh, race. Well, the problem is that God only sweats like quite hard and they're trying to be more challenging, but mm. you just don't have control over it. Like yeah. it doesn't work. It's like then you have then you have being a tank, which tank. is better because you have more control. Mm. But as Steve said, they've gone with this bullshit. There's a bunch of drone tanks which aren't controlled. Let's just have 50 tanks come yeah. attack you every two minutes. So I actually don't use the weapon with drive around because tanks just come after you. I just glide around everywhere. Mm. Much better. Well, and it's faster. Sounds like yeah. a Batman game. That, when you're not in the when you're not in the Batmobile, it's great. I love it. But when Batmobile, you're the, Arkham Knight. Batmobile is seriously at least seventy percent of the game. You have to be in it. Yeah. What I've played so far, Asylum, I'm barely not in it. Asylum is still the best. Yeah. This one's better than City. It Disagree. would be much better if they took out the Batmobile. Disagree. And City is pretty much and Origins is like not even. Origins doesn't count. I put this third so far. Uh, you know, I enjoyed the story in Origins more than I enjoyed. Story in the city. Yeah, the in, uh, night story. the story here. I think amazing fan service at the end of all of it because they've crammed a lot of characters into it. But on the so other side, on, on the flip and side, and a lot of it is side mission. But there is so much going on in apparently oh. one night. Like it's yeah, that, that's how Asylum was. <laughs> that's how Batman <laughs> is, man. Like yeah, just... but Asylum, you felt as though because it was so you could handle it. Yeah, and it, whereas City, whereas Night, sorry, sorry, I keep saying City. Um, nine, it just kind of you, you, you get the feeling that they're just, okay, we have to wrap this up. Let's just try and get it done as quickly as possible. Whereas yeah. in Asylum and City, and even in Origins, I never felt that yeah. at all. The, the thing about Night that I really don't like is that like ninety five percent of the Rose Gallery are like just kind of delegated to being side missions. Like they don't serve any actual purpose. There's one character who's amazing. I won't kind of get into it, but like, well, that the character is in the game. Fine. fine. Catwoman is basically down. She's in it? I'm out. For the entire game. Like, she doesn't do anything of value. She's basically like, oh, help me. Like, oh, okay, that's what Catwoman is now? Like, cool. That's pretty shit. That's like, so it's, you, Asylum was so good because it was like this nice, contained, didn't have to be an open world, little package. And every character interacted with every other character, how they should, and it just it was a little bit more so coherent, long. yeah. It would just that's, kind of flow I mean, just, that's the it's thing that that's going open world, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot yeah. of these, I don't like how they do the open world in it because they, it's they way do, better than city. Yeah, but they do the open world where it's like one night, or it's everybody that's not a civilian is out of the city. Like, why can't you just be rocking around as Batman with like civilians walking around? I mean, this makes way more sense than City, though. Like, City just I can't even understand like how that even. Like, we just built a fence around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you play the side missions, but because it tells you you've done like forty percent of this, I keep going like, all right, I'm going to do this one because it's done. And then they're all exactly the same. Like, you have like yeah. three Catwoman, and each mission is exactly the same. There's like twenty of them. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go deal with Two-Face now with like five missions, exactly the same thing. And like, let's see what Nightwing's doing. Oh, it's got 20 missions the same. It's just so repetitive. My favorite bit about that is though, it's like, I think that we have about four of these to go. It's like, how do you, how do you know that? (laughs) Okay, cool. I guess only four of them. How is that a tangible thing? (laughs) It's not a Deadpool game. He doesn't know it's a video game, right? It's it's good and and I'm enjoying it, but I'm I'm disappointed because I expected more. And it's one of those games where, like, I go to bed and I think of, okay, well, tomorrow I'll get up and I'll do that and I'll finish this and I'll 
Like, so I, I, I clearly want to we be going back Steve's to the itinerary. He's on holidays. He's not like he's home. We're like, all right, let's see. No, I think no. Steve's <laughs> overdone it. You should, you should have finished with, it's good and I'm enjoying it. And then you should have put that on the box. Oh, you know, for all my complaints, I, just, I enjoy going I back to it for about two hours every night. And then I've had enough. Mm. Like, I can't play it. I'm at, I'm at the point where I've finished everything. I have 200 Riddler missions or trophies to collect, and I I don't want to ruin anything. There's like three stages of the ending, and like it's it's like those games where you have to get a full hundred percent to get like the proper ending. Yeah. And I had like two thirds of the ending, and I was like, well, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm just gonna go watch it on YouTube, and I've watched the full ending, and I'm like, uh, I don't even want to finish now. Like, eh, it's yeah. just, that's not. What a Batman game should do to my brain. I should be like, I should be, re- I should be skipping the podcast to go and finish right now. I did that with Night or, or Sorry City. I did that's that with Simon. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> why you said you had to meet that ghost. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's not like I just don't care anymore. The Batgirl DLC was cool. The Harley Quinn DLC was there. Yeah. There's another one that you get only if you're a GameSpot person. Well, I think the DLC is horrible, but let's move along. Well, well I mean... It should be included. Anyway, move on. We've, yeah, we've managed to speak 50 minutes about uh, what we've been playing and uh, other such things. We're trying to we're trying to tone down the news, right? We're trying oh, to do a little bit less interesting. news. interesting. Yeah. I think the news that we've selected is interesting. interesting. Yeah. Ish. Well, explain this... Ex- can you explain this... Uh, Adderall thing to me, Steve. Yes, I've been I've been following it, but I don't follow so much. So, yeah, that's a right player. Apparently, a team went a bit crazy on a stream, and they were interviewed about it. And the one of the players, I forget his name, just basically went and said, like everybody does Adderall, and we were acting like we were on Adderall, and just deal with it. That's what happens. Hmm. Um, Which caused some uh, scandal in the esports community, and there's a rumor that. The ESL was partnering with two kind of organizations that deal with doping and drug testing, and that was kind so of to, to bypass it. it or something. Or? And sorry to to bypass like the testing or something. Or no, like never been ESL testing, was, right? Yeah, there's never been any tests. And no. The ESL was rumored to be working with two organizations to kind of start implementing that. Oh, okay, right. And the ESL came out today and confirmed that they're going to do drug testing starting in August at the ESL1 event, which is in Cologne, which I'm assuming is Hang somehow on. related to games. There's a whole bunch of facts all of a sudden, Steve. I'm a bit worried. Well, that's what the news is. Oh, yeah. The news. Oh, yeah. Not normally. News. Normally we have the news. Yeah, no, normally it's... Uh, sorry, listeners. We'll be back to our regular this scheduled garbage next week. I promise. There's been a lot of dodgy kind of... ES, like, not ESL, but like esports stories. There's oh, that League of Legends guy who's been leveling about There is a lot of... What I would say is there's been a lot of esports stories, and I just they kind of just go over my head. I don't, I don't pay attention. Well, I don't understand it. Like I get that it's I get that it's a big deal, and it is. I mean, of all the uh, esports news that I've skimmed through, this is the most interesting. The fact that there seems kind of, to be doping in esports is pretty funny. Yeah. Well, well, that's well it's hilarious. I think it's to be expected. Clearly, right? it's Stephen Dank at the helm. He's just done it, and uh, listener <laughs> might get that joke, and we. Talking to your performance-enhancing drug, which made him perform like had some tits. But it is perform pretty, a finishing I mean, it's move. It's pretty hilarious. Like the fact that we have. I mean, I guess if you're going to call yourself e-sport, then the world anti-doping, whatever the rest of that. Is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, back to the <laughs> usual. <laughs> do we, do we think that this would have made the so had, he not, had he not said had he not said anything, they wouldn't have cared, and they Surely knew that it was happening. Happen they knew that it was happening. 
Well, it's a drug that, that you take if you have ADHD and help you focus. So I guess it makes sense if you're like doing like a zillion clicks in StarCraft or Counter-Strike. I mean, they, yeah, so they it's like taking space. It's fine. It's And like, is anyone really surprised? No. And had he not said anything, they wouldn't have responded this way by saying. Well, man, you like, know, think about all the esports people so that probably just like drown themselves in Red Bull Doritos. Like, I think there should be some regulation in there. Uh, I think Doritos. No, I should be. Think you mean not Red Bull and Doritos? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew and Doritos. Well, Red Bull's Destiny Enhancer. Taurine and Dorito. But everyone can access Red Bull. I was making a Mountain Dew and Dorito joke. I was being serious. Yeah, but even being serious turned into a Mountain Dew. They probably have Mountain Dew as well. Look, it's a joke. The other news I thought was kind of interesting to talk about is that Street Fighter finally with 5 is ditching like the six-month re-release of Super and Ultra kind of game. <laughs> is Street Fighter Five oh, being being developed by CD Projekt Red or something? What's happening? Here? <laughs> they're just they're just, yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, I would be very surprised if there's never a re-release of Street Fighter Five. No, what they're saying, what they're saying, what they're saying, saying is that they're ditching that. Yeah. DLC. So they've come to the realization that if we get people to play our games more. And we reward them, then more people will play our games for longer. So mm. basically, the more that you play Street Four, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Five, um, the more you'll be a rewarding game, and you'll get free DLC. If not, you can games. still buy the characters. You can still yeah. buy the DLC, but the more you play, and you can use your in-game currency that you earn to play it. And that's, you imagine if all DLC worked like that. I know. Right? Yeah, that's it'd be amazing. So this is this is precedence of being set this year for this kind of stuff. But Capcom... City Project Red with yeah. with The Witcher <laughs> and Street Fighter Five, they're like there's been so many like terrible, terrible yeah. examples yeah. of DLC and how many times have we spoken about this? Two companies thought... are both like, Hey, let's do it the right way because we think well, it's the right thing to do. The biggest defender <laughs> of all of this, they're like, Hang on guys, we're so sorry. <laughs> so like, Capcom basically said like we know that when we put out Ultra and Super and we have vanilla or whatever you want to call it, that we're like actually fragmenting our user base. Yeah. Ultra can't play with Super and Super can't play with Vanilla. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So that makes sense and I'm glad that they finally they, they're not thinking like a business. Well they kind of are I guess with keeping a user base but they're yeah. they're being more consumer friendly. And the fact that they're giving DLC not away, but like you have to put it in hard yards and get in game. If not, you have, to, you have to buy a game so great idea. Idea. Well, I mean that's yeah. just going with the free to play model of you can pay to have it faster or yeah. play a crazy amount. Don't say it like that. You're ruining it for me, man. Don't say it like that. They've just done the, the console version of, of and it makes sense though because you're going to think that the hardcore Street Fighter fan either they're going to play this so much and they should be rewarded with free DLC or you release a new game and you polarise your audience Mm. and you make them buy another game and you just frustrate them more. And this is Capcom, Ultra Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter, the Mega Man recollection, Resident Evil 4 on like 15 different platforms. Like, they don't... don't, Resident Evil 4 is good. No, it's great, but they're like, you pay for it every single time. No, no, no. And that's because... because We're very stupid people, Steve. What's the uh, combat combat pack 
cost for uh, Mortal Kombat? No, Fifty bucks. Combat. Got the same. Combat. Combat. So the combat. So no, but I mean, you actually get a lot of fighters in there, but a Street Fighter Four fighter. characters. That's it. But pretty good yeah. characters. Oh, yeah. Can I just? I, sorry, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's it's, a value add. That's like no, no, I don't. I don't either. Almost like, the price of an American what I'm saying is that they've kind of said, well, we're kind of redefining how you sell DLC for a fighting game. This is how you, but this is the perfect way to do it for a fighting game, really. If you're going to sell, if you're going to try and offer some, you know, add-ons, at least do it in a way where you're going to reward your hardcore players. Like, even Call of Duty mm. could benefit from that, really. Can I just say you know? one word before we, before we move on from this? Foida? Oh, well, now it's going to be Foida. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't have a point anymore. No, I just want to say the word evolve and make you realise... The difference what between failure. what just like that you business model, plastic bomb. yeah. Well, I, I completely like, forgot about that. Game. So is exactly, the, exactly. Uh, exactly. Is exactly. the only fighter doing it better right now, Killer Instinct, or is that even like, is that even a blip on fighting? No, like, is that free? No, like, but th- is that still pretty active in the uh, in the esports community? Is it? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. But I think Street Fighter is still more like it has a beta that's out now on PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's still way out. more. There's like it's a very hardcore like, instinct, yeah. but I think Street Fighter. Well, like, Street Fighter's got the nostalgia it's, as well. Yeah, it's got the, but it's still it's yeah. been around yeah. all the time. Though, you know, like Killer Instinct was a big thing. Like when someone's like, "Oh my god, Street Fighter Five is coming!" I'm like, of course it is. What are you talking about? There's going to be nineteen of them. Wait a minute. Here's the news. There's not going to be nineteen of them. Hang if on. Microsoft was smart, they wouldn't release Killer Instinct as a launch title, and they would. You know, use it as kind of like their flagship. They didn't think fighting game. Was yeah. With it. Yeah. yeah, but that, but it could though. That's my point. Like something could come of it where they could release it. Could. Could yeah. Well, it's they won't. It's kind of a similar model. Like it's, 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 like it's in season two now, so they're they're not making a new game. They're yeah. just adding to it, and you yeah. can buy the new add-ons. I mean, you obviously can't earn the add-ons. What if they call that downloadable content? Expansions? I don't know. Let's not get into expansion and DLC. Expansion and all the DLC. Are we happy with our little tiny news bit? Yeah. It's nice. I think it's time Short to. Uh, I think it's time to to ruin this podcast <laughs> with an attempt at a new a new game. We've had the we've had the Ballad of Gaetano for, for a long well we've done time. we've done a hundred episodes previous to this one. I mean, it might it might come back just you know because we're lazy and can't think of anything else. But I, for one, I'm happy it's over. We've done we've done a hundred a hundred hundred episodes, <laughs> so we've clearly done about two three hundred episodes of the Ballad of Gaetano. In case you haven't figured out yet, because because we've only ever done one game that we eventually changed the name to the Ballad of Gaetano, there's a theme going at episode yeah. 100. So we, uh, we came up with names that were puns in our names before we came up with the game. And we've only a long, almost a year ago, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We've only really had one that's kind of... <laughs> we've done no work, basically. And we've only really... Now, there's two that are all right. Two that are all right. We're going to work on the rest. Yeah. We've got... Well, of course, three, four hundred. This is going to go for hundred episodes. It's yeah. been a while. Yeah. <laughs> the game that is the most correct or the most right. <laughs> oh shit! How do we give him this platform? Honestly, it's my game. The game named after me. There, there's a title that for your listening pleasure. We're going to do live and unedited the new theme song for "Is Steve Right or Is Steve Wrong." What have you got for me, Steve? Do something. Is Steve right? Or is Steve wrong? He's always right. That's how it is. 
That's actually a great intro. That is a great. You know what? You sold me on it. I hope I hope you like that because we'll, we'll probably sticking with that for our next hundred episodes. It's, it's funny to me now because I've drank a bit of beer. When I listen on my <laughs> day, oh I'm my we don't have God. beer on this program. We have no sponsors. We don't drink. We just no, no. I'm just an alcoholic and so probably should ignore again. I for one think that's great. All right. Well, seeing as though you're the current Steve, Steve, I'm even though you're not going to be, though. you're not the Steve of no, this the evening. The person who dubbed you. The Steve one. Can we can we at least have considering the first game of is Steve right or is Steve wrong, which is the title of the game, isn't Steve? Can, can we at least have Steve answer. explain what the game is? Um, I'm going to. No. All right, <laughs> Ben. Can you do it? Can you do it in your Steve? No, I'll explain to you why it's still Steve right or Steve wrong, even though it's my. Running again. This is I getting worse. Can I, can I Just do it. This is the thing I'm going to do every week, Ben. Oh, this God. Steve name, Steve will be played by Ben Salter. No, but I'm not. I'm to you know what? I'm no, sorry, Tano. I love that. I love that. I love that because it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get that you're going for the whole we have a Simon Says situation where it's not necessarily Simon doing it. Mm. But uh, the way that this works is I'm answer. going to read you. We have two this evening. Mm. The first one. It's going to be three uh, facts mm. about games. Two of them, and let me just double check. One of them is uh, true. Yes. One of them was a rumor, mm. and one of them was a hoax. So there'll always be one that's true and one that's definitely wrong. So we have to guess check. the correct one. You have to guess which is each. And the reason you are Steve is because you're a collective of Steve. So Steve oh. can tell me the answer. Also, oh, we've got to collectively come and up with so so it. So you're working together, you bet this going to talk now. And so for this first one, the next one's a little bit different in what they are. But this, the first one, you have one that is true. Yeah. One was a hoax. Remember that hoax. And the other right. one is a rumor. And I want you to talk about it and decide which is the truth, which is uh, a rumor, and which was a hoax. We have two categories this evening. This is for the Nintendo 64 category because <laughs> of uh, Mr. I Wonder. And the second one, because I did 64, I also did PS1. Right. So uh, we have two categories. First Already one. so convoluted. Go on. But you get the gist. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Seeing as though Manch is already here, if there is anyone listening, are they allowed to to play along at home? To the, the home version? Well, they can. Because you, really you guys aren't... Like, with... Uh, with oh. No, we uh, can't do it in the home version. We have to just... We have to just you guys got to figure it out. With, uh, I'm just suggesting that the listener who's listening now enjoys this. They'll Go have on. plenty of time to think Whatever. about it. Because you guys are going to talk about it, decide... You've got to all agree on what you're going to lock in. Which right, is the right. three. Let's just do it. With Great Tano, we just have, like, let's just guess straight away. This one, we have more time going on, yes? Right. Tell us if we're stupid. I had the ability to pause the podcast and guess... I would always yes. ask him what, like, I would always like to try and figure out when he's listening to the end of the show and listen and get him to guess. All right, write in and tell us. Okay, we ready? Yes. So these are generally N sixty four related. The first one is there was a cheat to allow you to play as Sean Connery, Roger Moore, or Timothy Dalton in GoldenEye 007. The first one. Let's label that as A. Go on. B. Lucas Arts was working on a Star Wars game. Set 20 years after the original trilogy for the N64, with full motion video of Mark Hamill as an older Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And C, 
Final Fantasy VII was being made for the Nintendo 64 before it was moved to the more powerful PlayStation. So, which so of those is true? <laughs> which is of true. those is true? True. Which of those was a hoax, and which of those is, is a rumor? I think you've set a, 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 very a precedent of precedent. like this is very good. Ben. So talk about it amongst yourselves. Damn it! I feel like the PlayStation. Talk about them in order. I think so. Talk about first so, all, Square being on. So the first one was was um, so the Sean Connery. That I believe that that. Is I think that's false. I think that's a hoax. I think that is... That's a hoax. That's... No, it was the middle one? Maybe, yeah. The middle one, that's a rumour. Yeah, that's a rumour. No, I think that was... Yeah, I think that was... Yeah, I think that was a rumour. The first... the A, Sean Connery in Beerfinger was a hoax. Mark Hamill, I think, was a rumour. And I think that Square Enix developing... Final Fantasy VII yes. for Nintendo 64. That's exactly what yeah. it's Final true. Final Fantasy was on Nintendo. I reckon Matt. Well, Square Enix, like, yeah, they grew yeah. up on Nintendo. That's what I mean. So I think that is true. I think, are we happy? Are we, do we yeah, all I'm agree to that? What do you think, That's exactly what I thought. What do you think, Nash? It's time for you I to still, talk. I still I still feel like Final Fantasy is a bit of a long shot still. Yeah. yeah. No, because but the game, the it would game be itself, interesting. They were pushing for more, and I don't think 64 was going to be. No, but they had the expansion. Yeah, but that's why they that's why they moved it to the true, which is why they would. Yeah, but when did the expansion pack come out? When did when did Donkey Kong 64? The only person who's going to know the answer to this is oh well, Ben. You need to see so that's why they I do know the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Final Fantasy VII came out in ninety. There were tons of things that kind of like were supposed to be on N64 and got scrapped to do something else, like Resident What just got cancelled on Wii U today? Project Cars, I believe. Yep, there Project you go. There you go. Today. It's today. still happening now. That's What's true. Like, Final Fantasy VII is Resident true. Resident Evil Zero was supposed to be on 64 and they couldn't get this yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, like, they, so like that's I think, like, that I seems think, plausible. Yeah, I think that what Shane said makes the most sense. Mm. But I, liked, sure I, like, I like to think that the Mark Hamill Star Wars thing is what was true. No, I, I wish... Oh, that could be true. The I final, believe that. They, they yeah. sound like I think we lock in the Final Fantasy one for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what, how do we want to make that one into the truth? I think so. Yeah. Or against yeah. the wrong side. So, no, wait. And how, uh, how do we want to do the other two? We need to talk through a bit more. Why so we need uh, to cover the other two. So I know we've been wrong. Oh, we're feeling So I feel like 20 years, not 20 years ago, this was about like 15 years ago? Maybe it was about Well, it wasn't 30 years ago. I feel like Mark Hamill was desperate enough to have signed up for filming extra Star Wars stuff. I don't remember hearing any about Lucas Arts doing that, so maybe that is the rumor. That's why I think it is a rumor. Yeah, that's why I think it's a rumor. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Hoax rumor. Yeah, and so the other one is the other Bond in Goldeneye. Yeah, I I think that's a hoax. I feel like GamePro put that in like an like in a issue, and people just hoax and rumor are funny because I remember this at the time. Like I remember when I was like something that came out and it's complete garbage. Rumor is legitimate garbage that (laughs) legitimate garbage. (laughs) That's what it says on my business card. (laughs) (laughs) But people actually took as being serious, and there were you know some so GamePro made up or someone who's going to GamePro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, someone made up the hoax. I feel yeah. like Star Wars is the made up. No way. Oh my god, he's I feel like Star Wars is the made up. No god, do I? The Bellamy Gay Time was shorter than this. I reckon we established yeah. that uh, the Bond one yeah. is a hoax. 
Yeah. Hamill is the rumor. Yeah. And Final, Final Fantasy is. No, that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. that was my gut yeah. reaction yeah. initially. You don't have to agree. No, I do. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. It's it's the most sensible. Sensible. <laughs> no, no. I think it's the most sensible. Right. Because they were just. I can't move off that. I think that that's. I'm probably wrong, but. The James I just Vine wanted one. the other ones to be. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, the James Bond seems the most made up, and the Mark Hamill. Does anyone like else remember that? that? It's during I mean, it's good, for, it's good for the podcast that we're wrong. The thing with right. the rumor, though, is that it could be a hoax, but like, you, you know what I mean? Like, someone told yeah, yeah. someone that Mark Hamill was filming scenes, and they might have just been lying or lying, but it's picked up as a rumor, and that's not a hoax. But like you're thinking about it too much now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you feel like a hoax. Like decides to make up some crap for like. It won't always be a hoax rumor true. The other the other ones I see two truths in a row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 it makes it happen. Well, well, I think are we are we happy to leave it at yeah. hoax yeah. rumor? So truth. in reverse. So why yeah. we so just did it the wrong way? Let's just go. I'll read them again and say what you've gone with. You've gone with there was a cheat to allow you to play Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Cynthia Dalton, and Gold Note 007. You said was a hoax. Yes. LucasArts was working on a Star Wars game set 20 years after the original trilogy for the N64 with full motion video of Mark Hamill as, Luke, as an older Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. you said rumour. And Final Fantasy VII was being made for the Nintendo 64 before it was moved to the more powerful PlayStation. Okay, so ideally, you game show guy will read us back one at a time and tell us, hopefully, that we got one right. And then the real, <laughs> the real like stressful moment is when you go to the next one and either we get it right. And Why are we pre-doing this? So uh, you got the first one correct. The developers did actually make a Sean Connery in Goldeneye, but as you may have guessed, they didn't have the license for Connery. Of course they not. Of that should have been our reasoning. So then, um, but it's Electronic Gaming what? Monthly. Made what gaming monthly? Electronic gaming monthly oh, magazine. Yeah. Made screens of the others. That means we're in as an April Fool's joke. It's a hoax. And it was a hoax. You got it right. Uh, that's also the reason why Daniel Craig was Bond in the GoldenEye remake because the maker of the Bond games only have the license to the current For one. the current They one. can never make the other. Oh, okay, yeah. Except for, with the exception of when they made the Horizon with Love game where they specifically got Connery's license. Yeah. Uh, you are correct with the other two as well. There's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, we Podcast one, Steve so, zero. Yes. Steve. <laughs> no, wait, Steve won. Where's Steve this evening? Wait, oh, so, is, so Steve is right, not wrong, <laughs> yes. right? Wait, what? Yes, <laughs> Steve. The LucasArts game was made with Nintendo as publisher because they were publishing games for Star Wars on the N64. They wanted to do it more than LucasArts. And apparently they were in talks about it, but it just never eventuated. And the fact that it was 20 years after original trilogy, I think, is why it halted. Yeah. And it um, definitely would be part of the extended universe now, but not canon. Final Fantasy, as Max guessed, was a SNES game, but then Chrono Trigger took up all their time, so it got delayed. <laughs> and then Squaresoft um, realized that Nintendo was sticking with cartridges, which were garbage, and Sony had CDs, which and gave them more. Oh, I remember that it was originally a SNES thing. Like, and yeah. it was like, how many, it was like four discs anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Seven, on, on PlayStation 1, yeah. it was at four least discs. three, if not four. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was four discs on PC anyway. Anyway, yeah. good point. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we're cool. Yeah. Well, so, round two, so, so fight! Wins. 
Well, yeah. no, this hey, evening Ben lost because he wasn't seen. He didn't lose. He, he played <laughs> a damn good game. game. So We're never going to see this caliber of yes. Steve Ball. Yeah, 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 well, well, that's true. Yeah. There's only two rounds, but yeah. I wouldn't be bothered with the third round. But this you don't one, need three. One round's enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know how long that would be. It's, it's, it's a bonus round. We bonus. can skip bonus round. This one's much easier. PlayStation away, you have two truths, so it's a bit easier. And one total made up lie. Okay. So, when Sony failed to partner with Nintendo, they pitched to Sega to make a console. That's number one. That's A. The PlayStation was going to have internal save memory, but memory cards were made an external accessory late in development to reduce unit cost. And C. Tomb Raider almost wasn't published on PlayStation because the beta didn't meet Sony's gameplay standards. False. True. Like true. The, the memory card one is definitely true. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I don't know about the Tomb Raider thing. I think. Oh no, the Sega one, maybe. Might I think the Sega ones. I think oh, true. No, true. I think they did. I think Sony uh, did go to Sega, didn't they? Well, I'm happy to like if you are adamant. Oh that, no, I'm, I'm not adamant actually. No, because I, really I think the memory card like one I think is true, and I think I think I the, think potentially the first one is true. As well. I feel like Tomb Raider for its time was very different, and it could have been seen as kind of like. Boring and slow. No. In, 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 in sections. I really Maybe. see it a different way. Oh, like it was, but I think like the way that they were trying to market it was a completely different thing. Mm. Like it was just like that. So do you think like, that it would have got like failed like with beta testing? Or that was no. kind of, like the crux of it? I don't think so. so. Okay. Well, that was, I was kind of leaning towards that one, mm. but I am happy to be wrong. I, I'm thinking that maybe they did go to Sega because if yeah. Nintendo left it, maybe. Well, that means Tomb Raider's. Are we all happy with oh, the, the maybe. memory card? The memory card one is too boring to be false, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it, it's that true. one's true. Yeah. 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 What is that based on? Sony on a Seeker. I don't know. I really, I really don't believe that. I, yeah, I, but they were You got to think of it. It's not like Sony that they are today. Sony would leech yeah. off Nintendo at the time. Sega yeah, was true. the other major player. It makes sense. Like even if this isn't true and it's false, like it makes quite a lot of sense for See, what, what really those companies right were at the time. I sure about, but I haven't heard about Sega. I've never heard about that. I, mean, I knew about Nintendo. I, like, I feel like Sega's wrong. Yeah, I feel they're like they're Sega's wrong in two ways. Big Ben just made that shit up. He's a crafty one. I only made up one of these. Yeah. I, think yeah. it's, I, mean. I think it's false, true, true. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay. Is so different. I feel like it would have had a struggle to kind of get up. And, and okay. I can agree. Okay. I'll, I'll concede to that. False, so you, true, true. You have said that when it failed to partner with Nintendo, Sony pitched making console with Sega is false. Mm. Yeah. And you said true PlayStation. Because they already had Genesis and all that. Yeah. Sorry. We're, not, we're, we're done discussing. You said true. Uh, the memory card, whatever you think. The memory card is false inflation. Uh, and you said true. Uh, what was that one? Tomb Raider wasn't published because it didn't meet PlayStation standard during beta. Almost wasn't published. Almost wasn't. Published. Clearly, it was published. So, like, I recall it actually. Um, so you were correct in that. Which one did you say again? <laughs> you said false. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. You were correct Tomb about that one. Oh, yes! good job, good job. Because um, I obviously oh, thought they were right. When it was in beta, Sony. Remember, there was no analog stick on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Those were better days. So they released the DualShock after Nintendo released the add-on for the controller. So it wasn't yeah, true. Sony got um, like a second or third playthrough in depth that they decided to publish it. They were. They said no originally. 
Is, make this, sense. is this middle one going to be like semantics? Like it wasn't a cost effective thing, but they just wanted more money from you, so they could charge uh, you. Uh, no, the PlayStation one I totally made up. That is bullshit. Damn it's it! That's the one that we would. Oh, well done, Ben. I told you I told you he's a slippery bastard. You told us that Sony, Sony, Sony actually pretty much got further with Sega than they did with Nintendo. Sega. They started making a console with them, they had ideas about it, and Sega said no, because wow. they said that Sony don't have experience in hardware or software, and they'll be a bad partner. And as Sega. we know, Holy shit. at E3 next year, Sega said, uh, we have our 399 console, and Sony opened saying 299 for PlayStation, and that killed Sega. Yeah, no, that's true. No, it was shit. 199, wasn't no, it? 299. 299? 299 versus 399. 95? E395? Yes. Sony does the bullet. So, yeah, well, that's his <laughs> Sony Seagas, became the Seagas, board. Seagas, yeah, yeah. Seagas stepped in front of Sony's board. Sega's developers were all on board. They started making games. They started making hardware. And so the Sega board said, no, Sony are plebs. They have no idea what they're doing. Oh, and, oh, let's, let's, let's create a theme park in Sydney that will last one year. I loved that theme park and it, it was there for more so than one year. It was there. I went, I went plenty of times. It was so good. So, Never mind. And then it was like last year and then they closed down. Anyway. The Sonic was shit when I got there. Like, I don't want to do that. I was right. Yeah, we were wrong. No, it's not how it works. No, no, it was a team team. effort, but I was the captain and you guys didn't. I couldn't even lie. Whatever. Actually, you know what we haven't said? That was fine. I think we should all congratulate Steve, because Steve got married while we were away. Since our previous Vegas-style podcast, Steve got married. Congratulations, my friend. We did a podcast. We did Yeah, you were drunk out of your butt on tequila. Woke up for breakfast, runs down to the Quickie Mart in in the Vegas... Casino. In the Vegas hallway. And like, I'm still in bed, and Tano hands me a shot of tequila. We didn't have shot glasses, by the way. Here's a glass of tequila. Whatever. We already have been divorced. Got divorced. No. no, no. Don't say uh, that. Thank you. Don't no. say that when you're recording. Come on. No, we're. He doesn't very, listen. We're very blissfully married still. So I like, see that you're wearing your wedding ring. You're exactly as tan as I thought you would be after spending a lot of time in Super duper tan. Thanks for being in public. Um, No one else cares. So, peace out. Have a good weekend, week, people. Bye. 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 B